Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is about time for another Howlin' with the Wolf with... That's right, your host, the Wolf. What are we complaining about this week? Oh, man. You have no freaking idea. Now, the last few podcasts that we've been doing, we have actually done that, we being me, because, you know, when you're a brand and you talk about yourself in third person, you all of a sudden make yourself more important than you actually are. So we recorded the last three or four podcasts a month ago so that it can run through February. But here we are. It is a Tuesday going on Wednesday, and I'm about to release this on a Friday. So these are going to be the most current of events that we've been dealing with. So let's get into it. All right, ladies and jerks. You know, here's the thing. So the last one that you probably heard of my episodes was Cancel the Cancel Culture. And I had recorded that as I heard the news about Marilyn Manson, thinking that this would just calm down. And weeks later, it would sort of dissipate in that, you know, it would dissipate. I don't know. But the problem is it disappeared. Why? Because it got replaced. Now, I thought it was going to disappear and just be like, eh, fucking Marilyn Manson's a tool bag. We knew that from the get-go. I still got two or three of his songs on my iPod. Yes, the kind that you actually scroll through. In fact, I'll do you one better. I got it on my Zune player. They don't even have a Zune app where I can delete the shit from my, uh, you know, device if I wanted to. But, uh, so, here's the problem with that. I like to do these things and release them weeks later so that I'm not a current events podcast because I could literally do this on the daily where I could bitch for 10 hours daily about everything that I've had to deal with, all of the intrusions, all of the irritations, Everything that I've had to deal with, I could do this daily. So I thought Cancel the Cancel Culture would be something that would be kind of cool to release last Friday just to kind of be like, hey, remember how we were all uptight about the whole fucking Marilyn Manson thing? Well, guess what? Cancel Culture is at it again. Gina Carano, no longer a part of the Disney Plus Network, the Big Mouse Mayor... All that shit got shot down because she's a conservative. Oh my God, she posted a joke and everybody took it the wrong fucking way because they all shove cactuses up their ass and think they're better than everybody else. You know what? Fuck that. I am so sick and goddamn tired of this cancel culture and people thinking they can decide what people can or can't do. You know what? Gina Carano has started a rebellion, and my God, I hope it works. I hope her and Trump get together, start their own Fox News Network. In fact, call it Wolf Network. I will fully back that, some bitch, and I will listen to every single thing that's out there. Why? Because it's not the popular opinion. And I am so sick and freaking tired of the popular opinion. I do not care what half of these people think in this entire world. What I do care about is the things that I do like and the things that I do enjoy being taken away from me and me being called a racist because I like those things. Why the fuck wouldn't I enjoy a strong female lead character in a Star Wars movie? I do not care what Meryl Streep stands for, but I am not going to watch her on the Oscars or the Golden Globe talk about not milking cows or not having to deal with all this bullshit because she's a God knows what. I don't care what the actress or the actor themselves do in their real lives. I care about the goddamn character. And I, I use Meryl Streep and I, you know, Barbara Streisand, all these people, even fucking Joaquin Phoenix. You got nominated for an Oscar or whatnot because you were the Joker, a crazed mental institution character from Batman that you did a great, phenomenal job with. And you get up there, um, I don't think we should use cows for milk. Because milking cows... And shut the fuck up! Is that where we're at? My God. Shut the goddamn fuck up. Oh, 
If you haven't figured out by now, this is an offensive podcast. This is a 90s style, Howard Stern, Rush Limbaugh style, in your face, kind of bullshit podcast where I tell you like it is. And if you can't handle it, you need to take the cactus out your goddamn ass and realize that you're a fucking sensitive ass bitch. Woo, did I say that? Have I had me a few beers? Have I just thrown that out there? Oh, man, I am so mad about so many things this week. So let's take example one. Gina Carano. Now, I used to party with her. She never drank. She never used to do anything, you know, worth telling. Uh, Her uncle, I believe, was the one that owned Brew Brothers and El Dorado Casino. So she's fine. Gina Carano is fucking fine. Not only physically, but financially fine. And all these douchebags, oh, we got Gina Carano fired from Star Wars because now she's going to be working at McDonald's because she can't get a job anymore. And we've got her out of, you know, fucking Hollywood because she's a conservative and she offends me. Fuck you. Like, grow a pair. Yeah, not like actually manifest a pair or buy it from China, but be born a pair, grow a pair, and have a fucking man of testicular fortitude in your goddamn pants. You see where this episode's going? Oh my God, I am so furious with this fucking week. That's why this is called Howling with the Wolf, because I am so fed up with all these people and their goddamn opinions that it just pisses me off to no end. I walk around as a bald-ass white male with a ginger beard, and you people fucking stereotype me just because of the way that I look, and everyone's like, well, you know what? You should know what it's like to feel like be black, or you know what it's like to feel like you were Asian and do the math and arithmetics. Yeah, it's fucking racist. Racism works both ways. Everything works both ways. I am being demonized and attacked and hit on specifically because of the way I looked. And I am fucking sick of it. And I know the 10 people that listen to this are fucking sick of it too. Gina Carano, Mandalorian. Great fucking character. Cara Dune is an amazing character. First of all, Gina Carano was hot as fuck. When she was a American Gladiator as Crush... She was hot as fuck. She was amazing as fuck. She was a tough-ass female that women could look up to. But you know what Disney Channel did? Disney Plus took her off Star Wars and told her that she was fired. You know what that's going to tell all these young girls? That's going to tell these young girls to bow to their masters. Bow to your fucking mouse overlords that tell you what you can and can't do because you can't be a strong female. Fuck that. If I had a daughter, I would be freaking pissed right now because I would want my daughter to look up to somebody like Gina Carano. Gina Carano is a powerhouse. Not only is she attractive, she's an intellectual. She's well-spoken. And she has done well for her career. She's been an MMA fighter. She gained weight and did body positivity. She toned it down and got a job at the Mandalorian TV show and became a strong female character. But because of these... All of these fucking weirdos and oh, there's so many things I want to call them right now, but I've probably offended people enough by this podcast that... You know, you're probably going to turn me in and try and cancel me by the end of this thing. But all these fucking weirdos have turned Gina Carano in and got her canceled from the Disney Channel because she made some apparently offensive jokes, saying that censorship was likened to Nazi Germany. And somehow some asinine idiot came up with the idea that, oh, she's anti-Semitic. No, she's not anti-Semitic. She's saying canceling and censoring Trump and censoring anybody else for any reason is exactly what Nazis were doing from their book burning to their propaganda to everything else. And what, what happened? Society proved her right and canceled her. Exactly what she said would happen, happened. And now we're stuck 
with that character just fucking disappearing. Like, she was a mainstay in season one. Season two, I could kind of tell that they were trying to, you know, maybe make her a side player and not so much of a main character. But, you know, who I really blame in all this is Mark fucking Hamill. And I hate that dude. I wish to fucking God that we didn't know what celebrities actually thought. You know, there was that movie, what was it, uh, Mel Gibson and, was it Sandra Bullock? Was it somebody else? What, what women th- uh, want? I, I don't know. It was something where all of a sudden Mel Gibson could hear what women were thinking. And it just, it, there was so much clarity to that episode or to that movie that it was a revelation to the rest of us. Well, now, unfortunately, with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, we know what women are thinking, and we didn't want to know. Not just women, because women aren't the one to be demonized in this. It's the people that are claiming to be women and people that are off their goddamn rockers that weren't born women that think they are now, and who knows what the fuck, but Jesus Christ, like, we are being turned into this weird ass fucking society of idiots that glue their fucking hair down with gorilla glue and then (laughs) eat Tide Pods, snort condoms, and then sue the company that made those things because you made a dumbass decision. Oh my God, you got to be fucking kidding me. Oh... Gina was awesome. Well, you know, the few times I did get to hang out with her, I don't remember her drinking at all, but I was playing in bands in El Dorado's at Brew Brothers, and um, I think it was her little brother or her little cousin, one of the, one of the two, Greg or, you know, one of, one of their uh, sons just was the one that was getting in trouble. Gina was always there to make sure everything was cool, and she was always cool as shit. She was nice to everybody. She would smile at everyone. She wasn't flirting with anyone. And she wasn't throwing her weight around. Even though she could kick everybody's ass in the entire 300 plus person bar, she didn't have to do that. She was a good, genuine person. And I loved every single time she was in the bar. She was just an amazing fucking person. But now, you're going to demonize her because she doesn't follow this whole left-wing bullshit that everyone is popularizing with their hashtags. So let's fire her. And it's not enough. Now she goes and gets a job with someone else and decides, well, I've got a contract. I mean, she's not going to be working for McDonald's. Everyone's so excited. Oh, we got Gina Carano fired. Now look at us. You know, we're so cool. And she's going to be working for McDonald's. No, she... It's part of a family, the Caranos, that own the majority of casinos in Nevada. She's fine. She's going to be making tons of money, whether she wants to or not. She's fine. I'm not worried about Gina Carano's financial problems at this point. In fact, if anything, it makes me not want to be a part of the fandom of Star Wars because they kicked her out. I did mention that I blame this on Luke Skywalker and fucking Mark Hamill. You know, I wish we did not know what celebrities thought because Mark Hamill was a great voice actor for the Joker. I hear he's going to be the voice actor for Skeletor in the upcoming Masters of the Universe Netflix show from uh, Silent Bob, whatever the fuck his name is. And I can't stand the guy now. And I think it's real fucking funny that the second season of Mandalorian is all about him. Where Gina Carano in the first season was one of the top cast members, celebrated, strong female heroine. That's what we needed. That's what our daughters needed to watch. But we're going to bring in this old has-been with a deep fake fucking, uh, you know, CGI cover-up face. Not even replace him. We're going to have the actual actor on there with a fucking deep fake. And I can almost guarantee that the reason that Gina Carano gets fired is because his fucking liberal ass gets in there and starts pushing his weight around. Well, if you want me in here, we don't need Gina Carano in here. That's bullshit. You know why I don't like Mark Hamill? When Trump was in office... Oh, this makes me hot. Absolutely makes me hot. If you're triggered by the word Trump, you got fucking mental problems. 
If you can't see that corporate America was based off of people like Trump and that we grew up in a world that the United States was based off of people like Trump, you're a fucking idiot. He is corporate America. He is 80s America. One of his family members posted a picture of Trump's grandsons dressed up as Star Wars characters. And Mark Hamill had the fucking audacity to tweet against that and say, you don't realize that your grandfather is the actual evil person. And in a sense, alluding that Trump was Emperor Palpatine. First of all, we're taking reality versus fiction here. And Mark Hamill has the gall to pretend that Star Wars is real and liken Trump to Emperor Palpatine and tell those kids not to wear outfits regarding Star Wars because he doesn't agree with Trump's presidency. Fuck's sake. How would you like to be a fan? How would you like to be a kid and have your hero tell you that you are evil because of the side that you picked? You know what? That's bullying. Mark Hamill is a fucking cyber bully. And you know what? He needs to be canceled. I will put my foot down and fully support that movement that Mark Hamill needs to be canceled for telling any child they do not deserve and should not be allowed to watch Star Wars because of their relation to the evil overlord Trump. That's fucking ridiculous. That is absolutely goddamn ridiculous. So here's something else. Gina Carano gets canceled. Rush Limbaugh dies. And fucking liberals have a goddamn heyday and they're dancing on his fucking grave. Yet they still celebrate Howard Stern. Tell me the difference between the two. Someone told me that uh, Howard Stern renounced the things that he said. He was sorry for it and he wishes to be accepted by popular culture today. What a fucking pussy. Howard Stern was the dude that wanted to make bass notes with his voice to get a woman off who was riding the speakers during his radio show. I mean, that's what the movie said, right? We're supposed to believe everything that's in pop culture. But now you're telling me Rush Limbaugh is the devil and all these people are allowed to dance on his grave and celebrate his death. What pathetic humans you are that celebrate Rush Limbaugh's death. Now, he may have said some harsh things. He may have said some very hurtful things. It came in an era in the early 90s, uh, actually throughout that entire decade, where shock jocks were trying to say things just specifically to get noticed and to get people's ire up. Howard Stern did the same thing. So many AM radio people did that. I remember growing up in Tacoma and Seattle and KSW had people that were trying to, you know, anger people. And now Washington is one of the biggest pussified states there is. Uh, but it, it just bothers me. So I, I made a comment. I don't support Rush Limbaugh in any fucking way. I'm not a conservative in any fucking way. I'm not a Trump-supporting Nazi in any fucking way. And I don't even believe that Trump supporters are fucking Nazis in any fucking way. But to celebrate a person's death, you yourself become the worst cretin on the face of whatever you believe in's green earth. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yes, let's ding dong the witch is dead that this person who was exercising their right of free speech is dead. Wow. Man, I wake up every single day thinking that I am a better person because I demonized somebody else. How about make yourself a better person? You know what I did? So I, I posted on Facebook. I said, what vile, disgusting human beings 
we have seen in society that celebrate a man's death. And man, every single homosexual and liberal and snowflake and whatever you want to call him came out of the woodwork and bashed me and tried to demonize me for my opinion. Very few left-handed people, left-wing people actually agreed with me and said, yeah, Rush Limbaugh was an absolute dickhole. And I agreed with them. I think he was an asshole. I think he was a pompous, soapboxing, arrogant, political braggart that would just absolutely spout off the most enormous bullshit he possibly could. I am not a Rush Limbaugh supporter. But I think it's absolutely shameful that somebody would come out and say that they were so excited the man was dead. You're telling me that somebody's husband, brother, father, grandfather is dead and you're happy about that. And you're going to go to your family, feel good about yourself and all your hashtag popularity contest buddies and tell everyone that you feel that you are a special person and in the right because Rush Limbaugh is dead and you danced on his fucking grave. Wow, I hope you go to the hell that you profess he's going to, which is funny because some people told me that. They're like, you're going to go to hell for believing that Rush Limbaugh was an evil person. How do I go to a place that I don't even believe in? How do I go? How does Rush Limbaugh go to your God's worst nightmare? Explain that to me. Maybe he was a Christian, Maybe he did, uh, you know, partake in a certain religion that, uh, you know, if if he was a bad person, he would go to, you know, specific place X. Why do you think that getting Gina Carano canceled means she's going to work at McDonald's? And why do you think that Rush Limbaugh dying means he goes to hell? How arrogant... And fucking terrible do you have to be that you believe you're the only one that's right in this fucking society? You know what rhymes with right? White. Oh boy. Here we go. Here's segment number three. Here is segment number three. Coca-Cola. This week, it has been leaked that they did a counseling session and uh, meetings with the majority of their people across various companies that they own on how to be less white. Excuse the fuck out of me. I mean, this is a goddamn joke, right? This has got to be a fucking joke. Coca-Cola, whose main characters are white Polar bears are now saying they want their employees to act less white. And what is it to be white? It means be less arrogant, be more tolerant, be less prideful. My fucking God. If any of this was said about another race or culture the civil lawsuits would bankrupt the fucking company. Now, that's okay. We could demonize white people. That's all right. Literally everything that white people do is wrong. And me, being a normal person who disassociates with everyone, who has black friends who hangs out in ghettos and all that. I mean, seriously, I, I sound racist right now because I'm trying to tell you the worst of the worst of the things to try and get you to familiarize yourself with the fact that I hang out with derelicts of society, be they Mexican, black, Hispanic, which I guess is Mexican. I, I don't even know. Fucking this is how irritated I am with this whole thing. I have to explain myself to you people in the worst possible way just to show you that I'm not fucking racist because I'm white. And when you see me and my bald head and my ginger beard, you demonize me and you tell me that I am wrong. And wait, Coca-Cola is now telling their employees to be less like me and to be less white. Holy shit. Start putting cocaine back in your beverage. 
folks, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Like, it's so irritating to me. And it hurts me to my core that I get associated with a group of people based on the color of my skin. Now, you can automatically go off and say, well, now you know what it's like to, you know, to be black. Um, I'm sorry. I don't understand what the term minority means. I was raised in a black community. I had a single mom who couldn't afford a whole lot. And I went to schools where I was the minority as a white kid. And I got in trouble. This is how racist society actually is. I got in trouble for hanging out with black kids because I was a white kid. I thought rap was cool. I was trying to learn how to break dance. I was trying to learn how to cuss and all these things. I got pulled into the principal's office because I was hanging out with black kids. And they said, you're better than that. You don't need to hang out with them. Excuse me? What's wrong with my black friends? Why can't I hang out with my black friends? Even today, my most favored employee relations have been with my black friends. I never laughed so hard in my entire life working security as when I did with my black friends. My, uh, some of my best customers as an artist are black. Some of my best jokes come from black people. Like, I don't understand why because I'm white and bald with a ginger beard, I'm demonized and stereotyped as being a racist when I am probably the farthest from it. I would date black girls if they wouldn't kick the shit out of me because God knows they would. Like, just, yeah. man, that's a whole other episode right there. But you don't mess with black women. You do not mess with black women. Uh, and they like me. I mean, I can go on Tinder right now and, and swipe, and the only people that are swiping me are black girls, and that's fine. I would love to try and date them, but they would kick the shit out of me constantly. There ain't nobody tougher in this world than Big Mama and black women. I mean, I swear to God, like, uh, when I was in Mississippi on tour on the road, like, nobody took care of me. Like, the, the black folk and everybody down there in the South. Like, it was the most welcoming, awesome community I had ever been in. And I loved it. And everyone's looking to be like, dude, you're white. Why the fuck you hate? What? Why not? They cook better. They're better at just about everything. They're funny as fuck. Why wouldn't I hang out with black people? Just, oh, this whole racism thing just bugs the shit out of me. But people look at me and assume I'm a fucking Nazi just because of the way that I look. In fact, even American Dad had an episode where uh, the white supremacists of the the school, you know, they, they demonized them and they looked like me. They literally drew me in an episode of American Dad where they had a white, bald, ginger-bearded motherfucker in the school and he was the leader of the white supremacist. Like, how the fuck is that fair? If I stereotyped somebody else of a different culture with a different skin tone, that would be racist. But no, that's fine. You can be racist against white people. Coca-Cola can tell you to be less white. And that's okay. How is that fair to me being somebody, I can't even stand white people. You know, the honest to God's truth is I can't, I literally can't. I don't have many friends as it is, but I seriously, I cannot hang out with these fucking cowboys. Probably my biggest enemy in the entire world are fucking rednecks and cowboys. I cannot stand them. But you see me as a white person, and you automatically assume that's who I am, and you demonize me. That's not fucking fair. I I don't think people realize that reverse racism actually is a real thing. And everybody likes to claim that, you know, their race has suffered. Irish was slaves too. And, you know, this person did this, that person did that. Man, just none of us have ever been in a fucking concentration camp. None of us have ever been in chains. And if you didn't keep racism alive by bitching about it, maybe it would fucking disappear. 
because I personally love everybody. I swear to God, I didn't even know Mowgli was Indian until I had to look the damn thing up. I just thought they colored him differently. When I was a kid, when I'm watching Jungle Book as a kid, I had no idea Mowgli was East Indian. No fucking clue. Literally thought they just wanted to color him like He-Man. He-Man was white, wasn't he? He was the color of a fucking espresso. Caramel macchiato. What race was He-Man? But because I'm pale as fuck and glow in the dark, I'm a white supremacist and I am the worst possible person in the world. Fuck that. Give up your racism and racism will probably fucking disappear. Uh, so that's enough complaining. We're going to try and test it. And this is something that I was trying to do a couple podcast episodes ago where it was going to be sort of random and off the cuff. I bet you that I can't get 10 scrolls through Facebook without complaining about something. All right, let's see how this goes. I have opened up Facebook. We are going to scroll. Um, let's see. Lots of dog pics. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The Simpsons recast voice of Black Doctor after 31 years being played by white actor Jesus fucking Christ Dr. Hibbert was played by a white actor are you fucking kidding me never ever did I lose sleep over what actor played what character on a fucking cartoon Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that Cleveland Brown ain't even black? No, 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 fuck. No, really? Who the fuck cares? You tell me Hair Shearer does fucking I poo from The Simpsons. It was fucking funny. It was great. No, we have to... Okay, here's a dumb thing. So I actually know this has been going around, but this is just something that just happened now. And it just... Oh, it irritates the shit out of me, as everything does. Um, they replaced Carl on The Simpsons. Carl had been voiced by a white actor playing a black character. And they replaced him with a black character... That portrayed a white character playing a black character on a fucking cartoon. So he sounds the exact same, but wait, it's racist for a white character to sound like a black person. But it's not racist for a black character to sound like the white person playing the black character. Holy shit. Is this where we're at, America? The Simpsons recast the voice of the black doctor after 31 years played by the white actor. Oh my God, fucking Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> that was a fucking great character, but you're telling me, oh man, white guy played that. I don't need no white guy playing no black character on no damn TV show. That's right, we need them black characters to play them black characters on the TV show. You know what they're going to sound like? Black people. It doesn't matter who does the voice for who. Fuck. Man, yeah, let's just... You're going to change what the character sounds like just because of the color of the skin of the person. Oh, man, what happens to the Asian doctor um, of The Simpsons? What, what What's his name? The... Um, Oh, fuck. I can't even think of it right now. I'm sure that's done by a white guy, too. The thing is, they hired somebody that could do multiple voices, and it's very easy to do different characters of different cultures as a voice actor. That's what you're trained to do. 
as I, I'm not a voice actor, but I could pull off, uh, you know, several different characterizations of people. And it's because I'm mimicking the, uh, the colloquialisms and the stereotypes that, that, you know, I mean, fuck, it's funny. That's the way it is. Cat Williams makes money off of black comedy by joking around with black people and stone fucking black people. It's hilarious. And it's just that's what these things are. I mean, it, it's fucking hilarious. Now, I don't know. I watched an episode of the A-Team the other day. And it, man, they've got me so triggered and sensitive to things now that I almost feel bad watching anything from 2016 and beyond in the past. Uh, fucking Hannibal Smith portrayed a Chinese character and he does the, oh, so, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, that's fucking racist, right? But as a kid, that was fucking funny. I thought that was great. He's got the slant eyes. He's got the buck teeth, the little fucking Kung Fu Fu Manchu and the white goatee. I mean, that was funny. That's how you knew you were portraying a Chinese character and fuck even... Scooby-Doo, when Shaggy and Scooby would try and dress up as a Chinese character, that's what they would do. And they're like, oh, you're the Scooby Snacker. Oh, we give you a Scooby Snacker. That's a Chinese character. If you cast a Chinese person in a fucking cartoon, what are they going to sound like? Oh, Scooby-Doo, you want a Scooby Snack. I give you a Scooby Snack. Oh, that's exactly what it's going to sound like. You walk up to the quick and mark that go lick on and get you to the quick. Oh, no, did you want the seven day old hot dog? I'm sorry, this scratch ticket is not good for you. I'm sorry, I've been to so many fucking quickie marts across America and they all sound like that. I don't care who does the voice for it, but every single one of them sound like a poo. But Harry Shearer can't do it, so let's cast a fucking east indian guy to do it and what are they gonna sound like they're gonna sound like harry shearer doing a fucking impression of a poo <laughs> well, i don't know homer it looks like you've got a broken leg that's <laughs> fucking that's i don't care if a black person does it they're still gonna sound like fucking dr hibbert because that's the character when you are given a script for a movie or a cast part you, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be cast as William Shatner and go in with a Southern twang to my uh, dialogue and, and my delivery of the speech. I'm going to go in, well, you don't understand that the main thing of trying to do William Shatner is the awkward pauses and the voice movements. That's how you do fucking William Shatner. But, God, it's got to be racist if, like, a black guy tried to do an impression of that, right? That would be fucking weird. Shit, see, look at that. I went off, and I didn't even get ten scrolls through Facebook before I went off on a fucking subject. And it just so happened to be what we were talking about. I tell you, let's just talk about The Simpsons in general. That's one of those shows that if it starts, and I see that it's a Lisa Simpson episode, pass. I just fast forward through the fucker and don't even want to watch it. Because I know it's going to be all fucking preachy, and all about vegans, and all about the things you're not supposed to do. Fucking Simpsons have become like CNN. Like fucking just choke the little shit out and say why you little and have itchy and scratchy blow each other up in a meat grinder and have a Jewish clown spouting off anti-Semitism like fucking funny. That's what Simpsons was created off of. God, I'm so irritated by... Everything these days not being PC. Let's talk about PC for 37 seconds. When I was a kid, you couldn't call people black 
because they weren't physically black. You had to call them African Americans, and now you can't call them African Americans because they're not physically from Africa. You have to call them black. What the fuck do you want this week? What do you want next week? Jesus, I can't keep up. Oh, all right, let's try and get 10 scrolls through Facebook without bitching about something else. And I haven't refreshed. I'm still looking at the same fucking article. Let's go here. This is one. Don't care. It's an advertisement. It's a joke. These are your signs for the weirdly obsessed. Four. Total wine. An ex-junkie who's righted herself and taking selfies. Wow, I actually might get... Here comes seven. And, oh, here's a Biden joke. Because, you know, that's not racist. Because you can make fun of Trump, but you can't make fun of Biden. All right, I got two more swipes, and I actually might get through Facebook without bitching about something. Why would bacteria on Mars be considered proof of life when the heartbeat on Earth isn't? Oh, that's kind of fucking funny. Right. Ghost Malone. Well, that was tense, so that was the very last thing was Ghost Malone. That's something I could talk about. Post Malone has... He he seems to have a weird fascination with the paranormal. And he seems to be Jewish or of the descent. Not trying to be racist, but God knows we can try and make it that way in some way. Um, he had issues being near and around Zach Bagan's Dybbuk box. And he's got a famous story where, you know, Zach had purchased this Dybbuk box, which is supposed to contain a, um, you know, a malicious Jewish spirit. It's not even a demon because Jewish people don't believe in demons. It was uh, uh, somebody who didn't quite finish their debauchery on earth and now they need to have their spirit contained in a box. Yeah, just, yeah. Whole thing was made up. The Dybbuk box was created on eBay from Jason Hoxton. Like, it's just a, a fucking, it's all a sham. It's all a joke. It's not real. None of it's real. I stood right next to the thing, tapped the box, baited the box, did everything I possibly could, and it just, it, it's a fucking box. There's nothing different about it. In fact, Zach even had the box open on his Deadly Possessions episode, and nothing happened. Yet he's going to have a Halloween special where, oh my God, I can't touch it, because if I touch it, evil spirits are going to come out and things are going to happen. He's like, all right, whatever. Just promote your fucking museum so people come and see it. And all these marks are going to just eat everything you say up and come to your fucking museum. So on the second attempt to open it, Zach Bagans is there and Post Malone shows up. And apparently, Zach is so enticed by this box, he's touching it. Hadn't opened it yet, but the spirit is running through him. Post Malone shoves him in the shoulder and he backs off. Both of them get blasted up against the wall, supposedly. And then from there on after, Post Malone's got these problems for a month or two where his house is broken into, his plane almost crashed, his car got in a deadly accident, but somehow he survived. And he attributes all of this to the Dybbuk box. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Like, do you believe everything that's coming out of your mouth, or is it all just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit? Remember what movie that was from? What was it? Fucking Jason whatever with that annoying British actor and, uh, fuck, I don't even remember her name. Who cares? It, it just, God, everything is all about media and all the bullshit they can pull with the wool over your eyes these days. And now Post Malone was even on an interview where he's being interviewed by this dude on the news and the guy said, so you were a part of Ghost Hunters and you had things happen with the Dybbuk box. And he's like, yeah, it was really crazy. And then Zach Baggins goes on there and he's like, dude, it was fucking Ghost Adventures. 
Not only did Post Malone not correct the dude and say, no, it wasn't Ghost Hunters, it was Ghost Adventures. But now Zach has to go out there and correct him and say, yeah, it was Ghost Adventures, you douche nozzle. But that's how into the paranormal fucking Post Malone is. He didn't even realize what goddamn show he was a part of. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> oh, God, fucking celebrities. Why do we care what celebrities have to say? I, I, I really genuinely don't get that. You know, when I was coming of age, when I was a kid, I idolized a few celebrities and I thought they were great and I loved their movies and I became a fan. And as I learned more and more about these celebrities, I realized I don't want anything to do with them. I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. I'd... I don't believe anything that they say. I have my own belief system. Even as a child, I was able to stand up for myself with my own beliefs and choose my own path. How hard is that for you people to do that today? Well, I'll tell you how hard it is. Because if you don't do the popular thing, you're demonized. You're demonized to a point that you get called racist, that you get called a bigot, or if you're white, they'll even say you're privileged. So when I had posted that thing about dancing on the graves and how shameful it is that people are doing that to, you know, Rush Limbaugh now that he's dead, this dude got on there and he says, well, you've never had the luxury or... You've had the luxury of being white, so you don't know what it's like to be disheartened, picked on, bullied for what you believe in. And I swear to God, I could cry right now for all the things that I've gone through that you people don't even understand. I had an entire episode dedicated to the bullying and the bullshit that I've gone through my entire life. And I still go through on the daily. But nobody cares because I'm white. Because I've had the luxury of being white. God damn, I wish it was that fucking easy. I really do. I wish I could walk out of my front door, have birds chirp, and do the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun like nice classical music playing in the background and me singing an operatic voice that I'm white and the world comes and kisses my fucking testicles. It doesn't happen. I don't understand where you think that it happens. I literally could cry at all the times that I wish I could pull a white card. But no, because of my size and my stature and the way that I look, I have been stereotyped. And that is not fair. I don't think it's fair that anybody gets bullied or picked on or stereotyped. If you are 340 pounds and want to get in blue spandex and cosplay as Captain America, you should be able to fucking do it. But you can't. Because everyone will make fun of you. You'll become the next hottest meme. You'll become a joke. Do you know how many times I wish that I could portray He-Man, but I look more like Fat Beast Man that I wish that I could have been somebody else. I, I, it's got to be weird being one, you, you, one species and wishing that you were something else. Do you, do you know, and, and this is like a weird introspective thing for me to even admit, do you know since I was a kid, I've wished that I was Samoan? I really do because I feel I would fit in if I was Samoan because they're bulkier, 
They're bigger, they're thicker skin, they believe in family, they have a great respect for each other, they see someone else that's Samoan, and it's not we're better than somebody else, it's an automatic family, and they have the greatest, most luscious hair, and just, they're freaks of nature and giants of people, even the women too, that's kind of fucking scary, but it's true, uh, like... I've wished that I was Samoan. I think Samoans are one of the most amazing cultures out there. Um, great history and such a great culture of food and family and respect. And it's just, it seems like something I would love to be a part of. And I don't know of anybody that demonizes Samoans. I really fucking don't. Because first of all, if you did... They would just sit on your ass and beat the fucking shit out of you. But I hate sometimes being the person that I am and being the skin color that I am because if I went and I told everybody that I was a Satru, that I was Norwegian, you would call me a Nazi fucking white supremacist. The dude that stormed the Capitol, who, by the way does not speak for all conservatives and does not speak for Trump supporters or anything else. But the dude in the fucking buffalo skin helmet and the what they are claiming are Nazi symbols on his tattooed chest just ruined it for the rest of us Norwegians. First of all, uh, the Volkna is not racist. That is that triple triangle thing that you see a lot of people have. It may have been adopted by some people as the one true race. And a lot of people have somehow adopted it into a racist thing. That was not its original employ. That is not why it was created. Same thing with the Asatru uh, map. You'll see it looks like a, a, a pagan... Uh, snowflake with different forks and grooves and arrows and points and things coming off of it and runes like that was it was a nautical symbol it's not meant to be racist yet I walk out being a proud Norwegian going to Buffalo Wild Wings and I wear Thor's hammer on my wrist people automatically assume two things. I'm racist and or I was in the military because somehow the military has adopted all these fucking things. Valhalla, forsooth. Oh, come the fuck on. They've adopted the Punisher logo. All this shit was comic books before it was popular. Like, Seriously. Literally everything that I like and everything that I've ever been into or supported or felt that I was a part of, I have been told is now racist and I'm white and I'm wrong. Thank God I didn't drink Coca-Cola. So I would have quit by now anyway. So if you haven't figured out, the theme for this episode is it's really hard to be certain people. I mean, it's... It's not easy being anyone these days. If you aren't a homosexual vegan leftist of a minority subgroup, you literally are demonized these days. And I don't know why that is, and it's very unfortunate. They talk about inclusion. They talk about wanting people to be one and a part of this utopian society which is absolute and complete utter bullshit and what they're doing is segregating themselves i have many gay friends i have many mixed races and different race friends i love cultures i love their food i love their heritage I will learn their language. But nobody likes their heritage. They're creating this weird new strand and race of people that has never existed before. I'm sorry. 
if you are Samoan, I want to see your fire knife dance. If you are black, I want you to tell me what tribe your family hails from in Africa. If you're Chinese, if you are Japanese, if you are Asian, I want to know what part of Asia you come from. I want to know what martial art your country studies. That's not fucking racist. When are people going to realize that? I, I, I don't understand why it's a bad thing to, um, you know, to, to appreciate your culture. Uh, Norwegians aren't known for martial arts. In fact, we get a bad rap all the time because, you know, everyone thinks we're Vikings. And they just think, all right, you know, rape and pillage and burn the houses down. It's not true. We were farmers. We just wanted a better land to settle on. And everybody, in fact, the English, the Spaniards, everyone in Europe was trying to take over America. So don't blame it on white people. Don't blame it on Norwegians. We were the first people here in America and realized it wasn't ours and went back home. And the Spaniards came over here and created America. And now indigenous peoples are feeling kicked out of their own place fuck i'd love to go back to norway and forget all y'all i really would but why can't we celebrate our culture why can't we celebrate where we came from and go back on ancestry.com and find out who we were and celebrate that why is it racist to depict that now i said a few things this episode you know, uh, I said African and tribes, Chinese and math. I said Samoan and fire knife dance. Is that racist or is that culturally accurate? And why aren't you proud of that? Seriously, ask yourself that question. Why aren't you proud of your own race and your heritage? And I remember when I was a kid, the it's a small world after all sort of mentality where every kid got to dress up as their culture, whether they were Dutch or Finnish or African or Swedish or Chinese or Mongolian or whatever. They got to dress up as their heritage and say, I wear clogs, yeah, because I grow this. Or, oh, yeah, I am a martial artist because I am a Chinese and I practice a Kung Fu. What the fuck is wrong with that? I think that's beautiful. I think that's absolutely mystifying and amazing that different cultures have brought different things to reality. I love reading about culture and history. Why aren't we allowed to celebrate that anymore? Why do we have to be this melting pot of caramel skin androgynous bullshitters that follow a popular hashtag? We don't even know what gender we are anymore. It's all dehumanizing. I would love nothing more than to date somebody of a different culture who even spoke a different language and have them teach me. This is probably racist. I dated a, a Mexican gal for the longest time and I was so excited that I was going to be a part of maybe a family and they'd teach me how to cook. I'd learn Spanish, blah, blah, blah. And she was a fucking coconut. You know, brown on the outside and white in the middle. She was the most whitewashed Mexican I'd ever seen in my entire life. I just sat on the fucking couch playing on her phone watching The Real Housewives of Nobody Gives a Fuck and the Kardashians. That's a fucking coconut. Is that racist? Or is that funny? Am I even allowed to make that joke anymore? Who the fuck knows? And I personally don't care. I wanted to learn from a culture. She said she was Mexican. Great. Show me how to make some of your family's recipes. Show me how to, you know, you know, it's funny. I grew up in Tacoma and Seattle and everything up in Washington. I tried to get into the Korean 
market for dating. And I, I was, you know, really infatuated with a few of those gals. And they told me specifically that their family would not allow her to date a white guy. But I had to go through the trials just to be her friend. So she sat me down with chopsticks and a bag of M&Ms. And I had to learn how to use chopsticks before I could eat with the family. And by eating with the family a few times, I'd be able to hang out with her and more or less her cousin. I was, I mean, there were, I had a lot of Korean friends when I was in high school. And now I'm just looking back and I was like, man, they were fucking racist against me. But I didn't care because I wanted to be their friend. I wanted to learn their culture. I wanted to respect their family and I wanted to be accepted by them. Nobody does that anymore. Now you have to adjust to the biggest crybabies. Sorry, I said it. That, that's the goddamn truth. You have to adjust to the squeakiest wheel on the cart. And that's the one that gets the oil because they'll just keep bitching and crying and complaining until they get their way. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. We're losing culture. We're losing our identities. We might as well just become a number, put our hands on the yellow dots on the wall when they come up and try and uh, raid our apartments and... That, to me, I mean, I'm sorry, let me Gina Carano this for a minute and just say that's the gold star of the ghetto. You might as well just tattoo a number on my arm and give me the gold star right now. That's exactly what's happening. If you don't see that, you don't realize that, you're a fool. I, I, I've sworn... I have used curse words. I have uh, said names and things that are hurtful to many ears. But I think probably one of the biggest things that I could use to describe people that should be the most offensive is fool. You are a fucking fool if you believe any of the hype and the bullshit that's going on right now. It's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. I'm disgusted with humanity. I really absolutely fucking am. So, let me end it on that. I, Jason the Wolf, am not a racist. I am not an anti-Semite. I do not support Trump or Rush Limbaugh. I am forever gray and in between and hate all of humanity equally. I am not prejudiced because I wish all of humanity would disappear and God could sort them out. Whichever God you may believe in. Is that enough of a disclaimer? Does that clear my name? Does that make y'all feel better about this? Fucking hey. Fools. You're fucking fools. You know what needs to happen? I'm going to bring back something that was one of the first few episodes. I'm going to bring back some wolf philosophy. The wolf philosophy for this week is learn from somebody that's different than you. If you have a friend that looks different than you, that's shorter than you, that's a different color than you, that wears their hair a different way than you, that is a different gender than you. That's what I want you to do this week. I want you to learn from them. I want you to ask them why they are the way that they are. And they should not be offended by that. They should be proud to tell you why they do the things that they do. And if they can't, they're fucking fools. Because if you're just following a hashtag and you're fucking sheeple, just doing whatever is popular, ah, man, fucking foolish. But if I saw somebody who was cultural, that was willing to share their culture with me, I'd be the most respectful motherfucker and sit down and listen. I want to know your family's history. I want to know where you came from. I want to know what you think of, what your ideals are, what your religion is, 
what everything is. I want to know about you because I genuinely care about you as a human. Not what a hashtag says you're supposed to be. So the wolf philosophy for this week is find somebody who's different than you and find out why and try and understand why. It's Black History Month. Pick a black person. Am I saying that callously? Are you like offended by that? I think black people should tell me what their heritage is, where they came from. What town did you come from? It doesn't even have to be Africa. Don't be racist and ask them what tribe did they come from. Where did your family come from? Well, they grew up around here. <coughs> okay. Uh, did any of your family member grow up in, you know, Georgia or Harlem or Seattle or Florida? I mean, just like ask somebody something. Catch them off guard. Don't try and fault them for things they don't know about you. Ask somebody and learn something. I just, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand society anymore. And I think it's a damn shame that the people that are trying to be the most inclusive and utopian of people are the ones that are being the most racist and segregating themselves from everyone else. You're creating the oppressed for the next revolution in 20 years. So when I'm 60, I'll see y'all at the next revolution. Be safe, be sane, have a good week, and for fuck's sake, don't be so goddamn sensitive. <laughs>